Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So far, our text. Grace, mercy, and peace is yours this day in Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow, what an honor to be here. A year in which we're celebrating 175 years in this place, in this community. What a joy and a privilege to be here with you. You know, it was probably just under a year ago that uh, Pastor Brandt extended the invitation uh, to, to me to be here in 2020 and not knowing the year was going to be what it was for your celebration. When he extended the invitation, I was uh, grateful, I was joy-filled, but also incredibly nervous. You know, I know the Bible fairly well, and I know in Luke chapter 4 that uh, it says that Jesus was rejected in his own hometown of Nazareth. Now, I guess, I suppose, you know, if I were to be preaching here 100 years ago or so, and not being able to preach in German, I probably would have been rejected and ousted from this pulpit. I bring you greetings from now, Warner Robins, Georgia, 100 so miles south of Atlanta. If you leave my neighborhood and, and head out on uh, Georgia 96 and you'll hit I-75 and we're about 142 miles from the Florida line. We talk a lot like slow and twangy and we say y'all and amen a lot. And I, being here with the liturgy last night, I was realizing how fast y'all speak now. I kind of forgot about it. But my wife and Whitney and I, we've been married six years. We have two sons. Uh, Jensen's our oldest. He'll be three next March. Davis will turn a year old uh, this coming Thanksgiving, the week of Thanksgiving. His birthday's a couple days before Thanksgiving. So as you can understand those ages, my life is pretty busy. In the midst of a pandemic as a pastor and life at home, with a couple kids. Today I want to really focus on the book of or the the text from Philippians today to rejoice always in Jesus Christ. 175 years is really a reflection of rejoicing always in Jesus Christ. And I think of this picture, this is not 1845, but the 1879, uh, this sanctuary was building phase 1. As those bricks were laid and, and I, I look back and, you know, read books like Teach My People the Truth and really reflect that how much sacrifice was built into this place. How much joy uh, and, and the waiting of anticipation to complete that first formal sanctuary where God's people still to this day get to celebrate the goodness of his word and the grace in his sacraments. You know, 12 years later, 
The sanctuary phase one was complete and the parsonage was built where many pastors would come and live and, and still there's a, a blessing of having parsonages and, and vicars live in, in residence of the congregation. You know, you think back all those 175 years, our congregation has been blessed with, with church workers, both pastors and teachers that have come to lead us here at St. Lawrence in Frankenmuth, and I have been blessed by them, amen? I'm going to be, teach you to be Southern today. Say amen. amen. How many of you have been blessed by a pastor or teacher here in this congregation? Raise your hand. Yeah, I think most of us have been, if not all of us. You know, as I, I look at that, that picture of the early days of, the, of this sanctuary and that cross towers over the tree lines in this community. And it's a, it's a picture, whenever I come back to Frankenmuth, it's something that I'm always looking to when I come here and something that I always look at for the last time when I leave to go back where I live. You know, that cross for 2,000 years has been a symbol of hope, of peace and of joy. And for 175 years, that cross has been predominating in here in this community. In my lifetime, back a dozen years ago, I was at a crossroads in my last year of high school in 2008. And I don't know if you remember what happened that year, but that was the cross controversy year where on the city of Frankenmuth is the crest of Luther's seal. And we know that was formally and publicly challenged. And probably, like many other things in our country, will continue to be challenged. But I remember and recall the, the response that St. Lawrence did and Frankenmuth did was something so inspirational and, a, and was such an encouragement to me. And it was really a very clear picture in my life where God's people rejoice always in Jesus Christ. But not only that, there's not everybody in the communities in which we live rejoices in Jesus not everybody understands how beautiful it is to live with Jesus. But yet, that was a fuel in my life where I think God led me to desire to share the gospel with people and to be empathetic to people who don't understand and know anything about the cross. But we know what Paul says in Romans 8, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, you're being a little Southern today. That's good. It's good for you. But what a year we've had. 2020 is not the year any of us planned or desired or wanted. You know, it's been crazy with this health crisis. It's been a contentious political season. It's been a, a lot of opportunities to take our eyes off the person who's painted on our ceiling and painted above our altar. So I want to encourage you today to rejoice always in Jesus, to turn your eyes back on him for a little bit this morning. You know, Paul's words in Philippians, it would be very easy for him to be discouraged, to have a bad attitude. You know, my parents growing up, they used to say, Andrew, you need an attitude adjustment when I was misbehaving. And so I kind of stole from my parents 
the start of an eight-week Bible study that I started last week down at my congregation. It's called Attitude Adjustment. My mom used to say, Andrew, do you need an attitude adjustment? The reality is we all need an attitude adjustment, especially in 2020. You know, in in Philippians chapter 2, Paul says that we need to have the same attitude, that which of Christ Jesus. So let's get into our text a little bit. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. The problem with us being born sinful is we put our eyes on other things. We put our joy in other things. And that joy turns to anxiety. That joy fades and frustration sets in. And that's why I think Paul is saying we need to redo joy. My teachers at St. Lawrence used to give me grace and let me redo assignments. We need to redo it again. We need to always rejoice in Jesus. We need to fix our attitude and and rejoice and look at the cross of Christ and be reminded that all is well in the hands and arms of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Those nail-pierced hands and feet and nail uh, spear pierced side for you is when we look at that cross and is the power of salvation to all who believe. Let your reasonableness be made known to everyone. I love how the NIV states it. Let your gentleness be made known to everyone. Is everybody in the church gentle or reasonable? Not in Warner Robins. Not even from the pastor, Andrew Howe. I'm not always reasonable. I'm not always gentle. Sometimes our words and our actions don't match up with what we believe in who Jesus is. Sometimes people leave our churches based on what we have said or told them. Because we've put our eyes and things on other things. Sometimes we have to rejoice and repent. That first and foremost, God forgives us when we stray away. And we have to ask others and apologize for that. But don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. My guess is uh, joy or rejoice have not been in your vocabulary this year. I know for a fact that joy and celebration and rejoicing has not been in the vocabulary in the world and society and culture around us. But the word anxious has. Anxiety has. You know, one of my elders who's a a police officer in Warner Robins, you know, he tells me that anxiety is really high in his department. And not only just the department, but our community. From, uh, from March until May, we've had the amount of suicides in those three months than we'd normally do in a calendar year. I'm sure Frankenmuth is no different. But if we rejoice in the Lord Jesus always, when we seek him in praise and prayer, when we go to him with thanksgiving and we look back at God's faithfulness in this community is really the faithfulness of our God, is it not? God has been faithful and just 
From the moment he created the world to the moment Jesus gave up his last breath on the cross. That is why we can be joy-filled people of God. That's why we can rejoice always in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. And we know we're not perfect. We know we're far from him. But we have a God who's perfect. We have a God who's just. We have a God who is always leading us by the power of the Holy Spirit to rejoice always in Jesus Christ. You know, these two crosses now on two different sanctuaries and two different uh, parts of uh, our area here at St. Lawrence. Two years ago, I took the call from the suburbs of Chicago, and I'm Mr. Laupsch, I'm looking at you, and I think that was your home church that I got to serve at Good Shepherd in, in Elgin, and, and uh, now I serve at Mount Calvary in Warner, in Warner Robins, Georgia. And as I got into town, I got installed uh, on a Sunday, and I think within a week, it was December of 2018. My wife and I got an invitation in the mail from this, this Baptist church. They were going to do a living nativity uh, sort of thing, similar to perhaps what Frankenchost has done in the past. And so we went to that event, and as I, I pulled up into that church's parking lot, and we got out, and we went through the living nativity there, and as we were leaving back to our vehicles, they started, people at that church started handing out these wooden crosses that were painted white. And there was a stake at the bottom so that you could stake it in your, in your ground in your yard. The next week, I went to the hospital for the first time in our city. And I started to go there to, to begin hospital visits, to check on to see if any of my members were there. And I had a really great conversation with the volunteer working the desk. And we got talking and I learned very quickly she was a member of that church where we had gone to that Christmas program. And uh, we got visiting a little bit, and I commented how I appreciated receiving that cross when I left. And she says, you know what, that, that, that is very personal for me. And I said, oh, really? I said, yeah, my brother and I, we, about 10 years ago, we went up to this German community in, in Michigan, and, and I said, tell me more. <laughs> I said, what did you learn there? She said, man, there were crosses all over town, a, a big church in the middle of town with this big white steeple with a cross on it. And there was a cross as you came into town on, on the road there, and people had those crosses in their yards. And she says, we were so encouraged by that. My brother is a woodworker. He went back home to Indiana, started making crosses in his wood shop in his home, started giving those crosses out to his community and his church family. And then he started shipping me boxes so that I can give crosses out here in middle Georgia. St. Lawrence, your impact just doesn't stay in the city of Frankenmuth. Don't forget that. As those crosses tower over here in our community, when you look at those crosses, when you drive by them, maybe they're still in your yard, maybe there's a cross hanging on your wall. Remind yourself to rejoice always and to boast always in the cross of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. You know, 2020 is going to turn into 2021. 175 is going to turn into 176. So what's next for you? 
I can't speak for you, but I, can, I want to encourage you and I want to challenge you to keep doing what has been done for the last 175 years. To rejoice always in Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Don't look anywhere else but to the one who has you in his hands, the one who's given his life for you on the cross, the one who is always with you through a pandemic, the one who will be with you no matter whatever you face. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen? I want to pray for you because it's not an easy day to be the church. I know, because I'm on the front lines with you down in Georgia. And while it might be the Baptist Bible Belt, it's a challenging day to be the church. But in the words of my great seminary professor, Dr. Dale Meyer, it's a great day to be the church because we rejoice always in Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, I thank you for this place. I thank you for this congregation for the last 175 years has been fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. I pray as we begin the next phase moving forward with the gospel, I pray that you would be with us, you would encourage us, and you would send us forth. In the name of Jesus Christ we pray. Amen.